Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Innovate Within. Uh, we are now joined by Devin Butler. He is with Arizona Entrepreneurs. And we had met uh, Devin when we took our immersion trip out with the Innovate Within crew and uh, had a great time. So, Devin, thank you so much for, for following up and being on the show. Of course, Don. I appreciate you having me on. Yeah. So it's always kind of funny. Like a lot of times when I have um, a guest on, I try to have very little pre-conversations. That way the conversation is like fresh and I'm really learning in real time. So I already know a little bit about your background because you you talk to uh, the students there, but I'm going to pretend as though I haven't met you. So <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Um, so tell me a little bit about uh, Arizona Entrepreneurs. Yeah, so really, really the whole reason this started in the first place. So I was fairly new to Arizona around two years ago, I moved out here. Um, and when I first got out here, like many, it was very difficult for me to to build connections and to find other business relationships and things of that nature. So um, it kind of all happened by accident at first. I mean, I was just really looking for those those relationships and trying to find people. And I, I searched one day on Instagram, Arizona Entrepreneurs, there was no account. So that's kind of how it all started. I just started by building the Instagram account. Um, and then over time, it kind of attracted people because I knew that there was a lot of other people just like me who were looking for both connections and relationships, as well as resources that would help them to grow and scale their business. So um, really what it consists of now, we host a lot of different in-person events here in the Valley, just bringing business owners together. And then outside of that, we also have a membership community. And we really designed that in a way to where it's going to help entrepreneurs get access to, you know, high level entrepreneurs, be able to learn from these high level people, as well as get access to different, you know, business discounts and resources that will help them to grow. But the thing that I feel like is most important with the membership and what we provide is, is the relationships, because I learned very quickly in order to be successful in business, you definitely have to have people in your corner, people supporting you along the journey. So um, yeah, that's really our primary mission with Arizona entrepreneurs and the impact we're looking to make on people. Yeah, it's interesting you say that. I mean, obviously, you, you know about what we do, but you know, like, we're now starting to go to a lot of different cities and and create ecosystems. And it's and it's amazing. A lot of times uh, when, when I go and I'll, I'll meet with the mayor or a city council, and in some cases, uh, people in the same city meet each other for the first time. Yeah. And I'm like, how is that possible? And, and, and we're great. Like, we're happy to do that. Because a lot of times, you know, uh, when a person has passion about uh, youth development or, or innovation entrepreneurship scene, sometimes like it, it, it's odd that like somebody's like, well, I've lived here all my life. I never knew blah, blah, blah about this and that. And like, oh, well, I haven't met you either. And, and, and you're right. The power of relationships is, is everything because, you know, that whole Simon Sinek, people don't buy what you have. They buy why, why you have it. Yeah. I, I think that knowing people and getting those relationships and knowing not just what you're providing or, or selling, but the why behind it has been so, so powerful. So give me some examples of connecting people, but also kind of connecting missions and personalities. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's really cool to see kind of how it all works because within our membership community, it's not very specific to a certain industry. So it's a broad you know, a broad list of entrepreneurs. We have someone who owns a food truck in there, someone who's in real estate, like there's a wide range of people. So it's been very cool to see how people connect because people that you don't think like people that might not be in the same industry and you wouldn't think are like a great connection for what they're doing for their, um, for their businesses, it, it ends up, you know, being something different, whether that be a friendship that comes out of it or more so like business that's passed back and forth. So for example, 
I had a, one, our social media manager, she was in the group chat or excuse me, in the, in the mastermind calls that we have every single week. And then we also had someone who was in real estate, just getting started in real estate. He was wholesaling and he hadn't had his first deal yet. So it was about six months of him wholesaling real estate, hadn't had, had his first deal. Um, and the social media manager just connected her or excuse me, connected him with one of her friends that is doing really big things in wholesaling. And after that day, like he, he closed his first deal with this, this connection that he made. And, and after that day, he scaled his business up to where he's doing like big numbers now. So it's just, it's crazy to see. And especially with the in-person events, it's very difficult to actually measure what these connections are doing and how people are, are able to capitalize off these relationships. But I just see a lot of times after we host events and all the people that we have at the events, how they're all connecting afterwards. So um, it's just, it's just a powerful thing. I, I'm, you know, very well, like how far relationships could go outside of just providing customers and clients for you, but, but more so the support and just having people like that in your corner. So, um, yeah, it's just been a very cool process to see. Yeah. So what is, when you're, when you're telling people, uh, about Arizona entrepreneurs, other than your story, like, Hey, I was new here. I didn't know anybody. So I'm assuming that a lot of times with the people you're, you're looking after, or you're looking to, 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 uh, bring in are probably people new to the Phoenix Scottsdale area? It, it's really, a, it depends. I mean, yes, a lot of people are attracted to this business model if they are new to an area because you're able to get plugged into a network and, and meet a lot, a lot of like-minded people. So it is appealing to those um, who are just moving to this area. But outside of that, it's it's people who are just really looking to get connected as well as get resources and learn from high level entrepreneurs and really just scale up their business. So I'm just trying to create, you know, the ecosystem, the platform to where everybody could, you know, connect with people who are on the same on the same wavelength as them, as well as get access to key things that will help them to grow. Yeah. So and, and so like what does engagement look like a lot of times? Because I, I'm, I'm assuming that, you know, people definitely want connections. They want to meet new people. But after they meet those new people, what's what's the next level? What what do you, how do you make sure that they're engaged and and um, and are, are happy with Arizona entrepreneurs? For sure. So like really, the the connections that's one aspect to, of it, and and like I said, that's a very important piece. I, I feel like that's key for for business owners. But outside of that, it's more so those resources that are going to help you to grow your business. So we have. 12 educators. It's people that we've partnered up out here who are doing really big things within business. So every other week, one of them comes on and teaches around a different area of entrepreneurship, like key important things that that will help you to grow and create a foundation around your business. So we have that aspect to, of it. And then we also have the mastermind calls. So even though we've all met each other before in the membership, the mastermind calls, where we're talking about our businesses, any challenges, um, any any guidance or feedback that we might need. And we're just bouncing ideas off each other. And that's grown to be a very powerful resource because although we've all met each other before, it's not just like a networking call. Everybody is helping support each other along the journey. And I feel like that's very key to have, you know, to have those kind of people supporting you because it, it can be a very lonely journey. So um, we have those. And then outside of that, we have the in-person events and we do those on about a monthly basis, every month, month and a half. And those have been you know, just really valuable, just bringing a broad audience of people in because it's not just for our members, the members getting free to those events. But outside of that, we have, yeah. you know, just entrepreneurs all across the valley coming together. You know, so as a guy that taught for 21 years, I like the fact that, you know, one of the ties that binds is education. It, 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 it made me like I was smiling when you were saying that because for years, like on the last day of school, a lot of kids would go out there and like, I'm out of here. And I'm, I'm so, and, and so what that was, was like, I'm done with learning. 
Yeah. And, and, and I think that nothing's been further from the truth. As a matter of fact, I see a lot of online courses and Coursera and, you know, masterclass and all these other things that it's, it's interesting that, you know, you're providing mentor services, you're providing education in a day and age where we're start talking about, you know, possibly wanting to be done with school. And then all of a sudden people are like, wait a second, it is about lifelong education. And except your mentors are, are teaching things that are specific and, and applicable now, mm-hmm. uh, which I love. That's a, that's a huge aspect because why reinvent the wheel? If, if you've got people there in Arizona entrepreneurs that can kind of explain their process and some of the key insights mm-hmm. that man, that that's, that's valuable. What are, um, and I'm assuming like, like you said, a lot of these things are, are very, um, skills-based things that they had went through. Uh, are you focusing or placing a premium on like, you know, leadership and communication as well? Yeah, definitely. So the, the educators, they're all like experts in different areas. So we try to bring like a broad, since it's not a very specific demographic, as far as our members, it's not just, you know, a group of salespeople or a group of, you know, people selling insurance. So we have a broad audience. So we try to pick, pick topics and people who have expertise in in different areas so for example we have someone who created and scaled like a facebook group method to where he's generating like very high ticket facebook groups and getting people to enroll in his program and he comes on and teaches on you know how to develop that it's it's really for like coaching course creators a lot of online business owners but he's taught our whole community how to do that we have someone who's an attorney and honestly that call she taught for a little bit but the majority of the call was just all of our members getting access to her and asking questions what do you do about this how does this law work? So just being able to have access to people who are in a lot of situations where a lot of the members want to be um, is, is super beneficial because you're able to just have direct access to these people, ask any questions that you have and get guidance, you know, when you might not know the answer to a lot of the things you're facing. Yeah. Well, the other unique thing I was thinking about is, is that, um, you know, we went out there and, and we took our Innovate Within, you know, cohort out there and they were like watching this explosion of growth and hearing about the explosion of growth in, in Phoenix, Scottsdale area. Um, and then also like other cities, you know, Austin, Boulder, Miami, uh, you know, and, and other places that people overlook, you know, Boise, Provo, um, you know, Salt Lake City, Nashville. These are kind of the new upcoming cities and it's really ecosystem building. And, and, and I, I, that's one of the things I really enjoyed of what you're doing is that uh, these ecosystems don't build themselves in isolation. They, they have to take a very deliberate, let's all get together and collaborate or share best practices. And, and I think that that's, um, <laughs> I'm aging myself, you know, as a, as a person in his late forties, you know, 20 years ago, you were supposed to share best practice. Those were called trade secrets. And yeah. now, and now it seems like there, there's more of the, the hive mentality that, um, you know, if we grow together, yeah, I'm not going to get every single client, but, you know, collaboratively and collectively, we're going to make the city a, a better place. Do you see is that as one of the driving forces for your organization? Uh, and, and, and then, second part of that is, is like, how would you encourage other people in cities like I just named to start these kind of uh, um, events and, and opportunities to uh, meet and, and collect, connect with one another? Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like that is a, a very important thing to collaborate, to work, to work together and come together, like you were saying, and to, to grow the city. So like 
for example, a lot of people at the initial stages when I was telling them I was going to create an entrepreneurial organization, I was going to be open to anybody, you know, who, who's interested in starting a business or who has started a business before people thought that wasn't the great, greatest idea because so you, you might be familiar with like BNI and a lot of these different groups, they make it very specific to industry. So you can only have one home service person here. You can only have one, you know, digital marketer here. And I, I kind of disagree with that model because in my eyes, there's room for everybody to succeed and there's room for everybody to, to get a piece of the pie. So instead of trying to make it specific to one person per industry, if we just bring a ton of people together and share tra trade secrets and how things work and, and, you know, things that are being effective for our businesses, that's how everybody grows. And like you were saying, that's how you, you continue to develop and make the city a better place. So um, I feel like there is a lot of value with just bringing people together in general. And I feel like a lot of other cities should adopt this. And I feel like by showing them the value of this and how people are being able to, you know, make a change within their city, but not only that, being able to be successful for themselves and for their families. And there's, there's plenty of room for us all to be successful. I feel like it's just a, a no brainer. And it's something that's worked really well within, within our community is, is just bringing together a wide group of people. So when you said you had some feedback from families and friends of the, what are you doing? I'm not sure. What are some of the things that they brought up that have, has proven to be correct and you had to make adjustments and what are some things that they brought up that are just were unnecessary fears? So, I mean, as far as unnecessary fears, um, well, one, and this, this wasn't so much from family, this was more so from myself at the initial stages, but one thing was, you know, I, I had just moved out here. I started a couple of business, nothing super successful, but I was like, how am I going to start an entrepreneurial community where I'm bringing together and empowering a ton of business owners and I don't have a ton of business experience. And that was like a limiting belief that I had early on. It wasn't so much something that my family was telling me, even though I, I kind of felt that way about myself. But um, over the time, I just kind of changed my paradigm on it. And, and this is kind of how I run the business now. I'm continuing to learn and develop every day and become you know, a, a better entrepreneur and business owner as myself, which is then going to help me to teach and continue to empower other people. But outside of that, I don't need to be an expert. I, I don't need to be an expert to throw an event and bring a ton of people together. I don't need to be an expert to, to, you know, bring on 12 educators who have a high level of expertise in different areas to come on and teach the community. I'm really just the facilitator. So that was one limiting belief definitely early on and something that I feel like I've conquered by just putting, putting in the puzzle pieces and bringing other people together. Um, but outside of that, I mean, there was a lot of things that, you, you know, limiting belief, another one, and this is something that I heard from a lot of family members and friends and people is like, who's going to pay for that? Who's going to pay for something that, you know, where they're just going to be on a bunch of zoom calls and, and talking to people and stuff like that. And at first, you know, that was something that I thought myself as well. And I started very, very low ticket, very low ticket offer because I didn't really trust the whole process and the value that they'd be getting, getting. And I wanted to make sure that they did. And over time, I, I started to redevelop and, and see what the members truly did find value in and create more of that. And now to the point to where we're charging quite a bit more. And I feel very comfortable with it because one connection, one thing you learn, you know, one business tip that you get could completely change your business. So I understand the value in bringing a group of people together like that because business relationships are you know, key to building and scaling a business. So, I mean, honestly, those are just the first couple that come off the top of my head, but there were so many, you know, limiting beliefs that I had in my own head, as well as that other people were telling me. And a lot of them proved not to be true because I, I know a lot of people 
do get a lot of out of the membership and out of the community. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I can only imagine a lot of times when people are like, "Well, you don't have to charge for that kind of thing." Great. Then why doesn't it exist? Exactly. And 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 if if no one's putting it together, who's doing it? <laughs> so yeah. a lot of times when people think that well, if it's that easy, why isn't it that easy? And uh, and for that matter, I mean, we've all we've all heard it before. Uh, if you know you treat things that are free accordingly and, yeah. and, you know, the, the things that you put value in, you put value in. And, um, you know, of course there's a lot of, there's a lot of free resources out there. There's a lot of free classes out there. Uh, you usually don't get as much out of it. And uh, so I, I, I totally agree your insights on that. That's, that's, yeah. that's awesome. Um, so what's next? I mean, uh, obviously you want to keep growing and scaling, uh, but your next big challenge for you uh, and for you know your organization. Next big challenge. So really, over the past couple of months, something that I kind of neglected within the business, which I'm super happy that I had a, a couple months to focus on, it was really just building that foundation. So we kind of scaled at a quicker rate than I had anticipated, as far as like building our audience and having a lot of people reaching out and things of that nature. So over the past couple of months, just really locking in all of our accounting, legal, um, you know, our sales process, marketing process, our, our CRM systems and softwares. I've just really been honing in on that aspect of the business. And we're planning our next event for um, our next events actually next week, Thursday, August 12th. And I really just want to hit the ground running after that event after that event with all our things locked in. So really the, the next big challenge, you know, I want to continue to scale um, within the event event space. I want to have bigger events as well as different events. So a lot of them have been, you know, open mixer networking style. I want to start to have conferences, trade shows, um, you know, industry specific events where it might be a, a real estate event where we have a, you know, a high level person within that real estate industry to come on and teach on different topics. So I really want to grow within the event space. And then outside of that, now that we got a lot of our systems and processes locked in place, I want to scale the memberships and continue to you know, impact more people within that area. Yeah, that's awesome. No, I, I, I think that's uh, well, again, what's exciting is, is that, you know, it's a city that's starting to grow and thrive. And, you know, obviously in some places that if it's stagnant, um, there is no growing and thriving, but I, I would assume that, you know, even when I'm, I'm starting to work with like, you know, people in, in state government and leadership positions like that, they love this kind of thing. Um, you know, economic ecosystem builds are unbelievable. Like it's almost become a buzzword, but they're hundred percent true. They are ecosystems. They're not siloed. Uh, I, I think that, you know, um, gosh, I, I had him on the podcast, Jared Polis, um, Brad Feld, some of these guys that really made bolder what it is kind of gave proof that these meetups and these gatherings and these collaborations and these, let's hear what you're struggling with so we can all chip in and help are so important. And, and they have huge ramifications, well, I shouldn't say ramifications, they have huge impact on, on the, the community. And then quite frankly, on the tax base. Um, you know, the, the, the bottom line is, is that, you know, when you have a thriving city, it, it's good for everybody. Yes. So, yeah. By the way, have you, have you gone that angle? Have you started meeting with uh, legislatures and, uh, you know, people in, in, uh, in politics? No, you just gave me a tip right there. I haven't really gone that route. It's been a lot of local. <laughs> well, it's funny. I'm I'm as 
I, I have had this really good luck with being a centrist because, um, well, I, I, and I'll, I'll give credit where credit's due. Uh, we had met this wonderful person um, that started an organization called Charity Water. And um, he was talking about uh, that there are a lot of nonprofits that uh, can be, you know, this is team R or this is team D. And Scott said, I finally found something that both Democrats and Republicans can agree on. Water is good. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Like there is no, you know, water, clean water for people is good. And I, and I think that no matter where you are, um, whether, you know, you're, you're, you're in an area that is heavily Republican or heavily Democrat, uh, everybody likes to see economic development. Um, and so I think that, yeah, I think like introducing what you do, uh, to city councils, to chambers of commerce, to your mayor, uh, I, I'd strongly recommend it. Hey, we're bringing people together and trying to grow together and, uh, and, and bring benefits and education to our members. I think they'd get a, they'd, they'd like that. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, no, I appreciate that advice. It's honestly a really good route to go and something I haven't explored yet. Yeah, well, I, I'm I am old school enough to think that, um, and don't laugh, but I, I think that the government can work for you. And uh, yeah, I get a little bit tired and I get a little bit jaded on certain things, but um, if I'm just going to complain about it and not try to ask uh, for anything, then I then what's the point? So uh, we, yeah, we've, we've and, and by no means are we only, you know, politics, we're not. But there's been a couple of times where we invited, uh, you know, uh, people and 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 both you know, state and uh, state house and and um, and sometimes federal of like, hey, check out what we're doing, listen to our students, and and yeah, they've all agreed. The economic development and getting students involved in entrepreneurship and innovation is a good thing, and so I I think it's the sure. same thing with you, Devin. Well, man, uh, yeah, I sincerely appreciate you you being on. Um, you you brought a lot of impact, and you brought a lot uh, when we brought our students out there and, you know, when you followed up with them and they enjoyed hearing from you. And so we, we wanted to have you back on the show to kind of relive, relive that. Um, if there are some people that are thinking about maybe starting something similar out in Alabama or Arkansas or Alaska, I'm going with a names. I don't know why. <laughs> um, or maybe they're in the Phoenix Castle area and, and want to be able to connect. Uh, where should they find you and contact you? Yeah, so I would say the best place to contact me would either be through through Instagram. That's really where we built the whole um, the whole Arizona Entrepreneurs page. So it's just at Arizona Entrepreneurs, and then my personal is at Devin Ray Butler. Um, and then outside of that, the in, or our email is info at ArizonaEntrepreneurs.com. So any of those places would be a good spot to reach me at. But again, Don, I appreciate you for having me on and for the opportunity to come. You know, speak to the kids. It was you know a super fun time and and awesome to be able to have some sort of impact on them. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, guys, there it is. Devin Butler will make sure have uh, we will have all the information uh, in, in the description and uh, please get a hold of Devin. Devin, thank you so much for being on the show, man. Of course. I appreciate you, Don.